Cruise Radio is brought to you by InsureMyTrip.com. Travel insurance done right from the people who know travel insurance. Find out more at InsureMyTrip.com. Broadcasting from the InsureMyTrip.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? I'm Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of Cruise Radio. And uh, by the way, lots of new listener emails coming. And yes, we have a lot of back episodes to listen to. So uh, check those out as well. You could also click your little mouse over or slide your little mouse over to cruiseradio.net. I guess you could click it over too, but whatever. On this show, Janet Heaton is on talking about her latest five-night Bermuda sailing aboard Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas. But first, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy. What's up, Stuart? Hey, Doug. How's it going? So it's here, Carnival Dream, finally in New Orleans. I think it's uh, pretty cool. Uh, You've got uh, New Orleans' largest year-round cruise ship ever now sailing out of uh, the Big Easy. And, of course, they had to do the switch. Mm -hmm. That means you've got Carnival Sunshine heading to Port Canaveral. What, year-round cruises. What do you think of that switch giving a little this for that? I, I think it's it's great. It, it changes up what each port has, so people that who have gone on these ships get a chance to see something fresh, and the folks out of uh, Canaveral get a chance to see you know you know the the ship that they just put 155 million dollars into, and it has it has the uh, you know the fun ship uh, 2.0 features on it. Yeah, the the full deal, the the bars, the Red Frog Pub, guys burger joints, the whole nine yards. And the I speak nine of, yards, the uh, you know cherries on top. Yeah, uh, all kind of sports, uh, the Red Frog Rum Bar, everything. All kind of deliciousness. And on the subject of Carnival, Carnival, you know, they announced Carnival Live. Uh, was it earlier this year? I yeah, earlier this year in January, and now they completed their first carnival live concert. So, uh, Stuart, kind of touch on Carnival Live and uh, how did it go? Well, what, what Carnival, what a lot of the crew, what, there, there's a lot of companies that have either chartered, you know, taken the whole ship over, or they've, uh, you know, brought on groups, and they brought on different bands. In this case, Carnival said, hey, we're going to do it ourselves, and we're going to bring in some name, you know, some big name acts to perform for our passengers. So the first concert that they just had, uh, they brought on Sticks, which, you know, growing up was one of my favorite bands. Of course. So, you know, they had the lounges on, so actually it was Carnival Fantasy and Carnival Fascination. So when these uh, ships were in different ports, you know, Sticks came on and they performed live uh, concerts in the main showroom to an absolute packed house. Nice. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the reviews, you know, the people that were there, I mean, there, I mean, there were so many people there that uh, they went on the cruise specifically to be able to, you know, see their their favorite band, and when you think of it, we've all been in the main showroom to see, you know, to, to be there and, uh, you know, and see them so upfront, close and personal, you know, is is a memory that, um, you know, a lot of us wouldn't forget. And you know, for a lot of bands, I mean, look, Sticks is from the '80s, yeah, you know, '70s and '80s. I mean, you've got you know bands that are upcoming. You've got Thirty Eight Special, Chicago, Foreigner, Jennifer Hudson, Jewel, Kansas. Uh, Leanne Rimes, Martina McBride, Olivia Newton-John, Ario Speedwagon, uh, Styx is going to do it again, and you know Trace Atkins if he can make it on. Um, oh come on, <laughs> Lady Annabelle is going to be on there. It's going to be big stuff. But uh, 
People yep. should probably know that just because they're on one of these sailings, that doesn't mean they get to see the artist because the ticket's actually extra. Correct. Okay. So you'll, you'll pay, what was it, $50? Uh, yeah, it was you know, a sliding scale depending on the act, I think, like from between, what, 20, 20 and 60? Yeah. Each, and then they've got a limited number of VIP tickets priced between 100 and $150, um, which you know includes a meet and greet. So, I mean, if you're like a big fan of, you know, any of these bands, I mean, to be able to meet them, I mean, the, some of these people have some amazing pictures yeah. interacting with, you know, a great band like Styx. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a really neat experience. I'm really glad Carnival uh, did it, and I'm hoping that uh, the rest of the sailings are full because it would be great to be able to see more acts, uh, you know, in the years to come. Well, it looks like uh, on the subject of music here, Norwegian Getaway, which is also uh, based out of Miami year-round, uh, they're added or adding three new Grammy artists to their Grammy experience? Well, they're, they're adding three, three new artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a Grammy Award winner who is, um, uh, you know, is uh, Sugar Blue, who is a, uh, you know, he's an award-winning harmonica player who, you know, some say he's like, uh, you know, Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm. you know, playing the harmonica. Um, and then they brought on uh, some nominees like uh, Carolyn Malachi and uh, Rody Romero. So uh, you know it's 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 nice that they're bringing on some some new acts and uh, some some ways to continue to entertain their passengers. Royal Caribbean is sending another large ship down to Australia, but it seems like Australia has it always been exploding, or are we seeing this like this rebirth because? Uh, like Carnival Legends going over there and some other cruise lines, right? Well, I wouldn't say it's a rebirth because that would mean that it was big. It, okay, it so it's never been big before. It's 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 exploding. Okay, and cool. so as more ships are continued to be introduced, Doug, that means that the you know the cruise lines can redeploy vessels to other areas. So Explorer of the Seas is the ship Royal Caribbean is going to be sending out there in fifteen and sixteen, and. Um, what you know with that that ship you know for many years has been up in the, the New York area, mm-hmm. and with Anthem of the Seas coming, they had to figure out what to do. So there's a huge opportunity out there. And speaking of which, Doug, you know we talked about Australia. Princess said, "Hey, hold on, uh, we're going to be sending not one, not two. They're going to have five ships there <laughs> in fifteen and sixteen. Uh, they're going to be sending Golden Princess uh, out there." Uh, to join uh, Diamond Princess, Sun Princess, uh, Dawn Princess, and Sea Princess. So there's going to be a 35% increase with Princess out in the South, in uh, Australia, New Zealand alone. What kind of itineraries are these ships doing? I mean, do they just go around Australia, or do they go like to New Zealand? Australia, New Zealand, some South Pacific uh, areas, um, Tasmania. So, I mean, there's some nice uh, itineraries. Uh, You know, for, you know, the, the downside is for, you know, the North Americans, they're just, you know the the cost, and more importantly, the time. You know the, the airfare to get over there. Oh boy! Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of Europeans that go, and a lot of Australians. It's really nice to see that market uh, really starting to grow. Well, uh, the latest Harris poll doesn't really show growth in the cruising uh, market, which is interesting. I want you to break this down, Stuart, because the latest Harris poll shows that popularity is down with cruising, but it looks like Clea, and I think all of us are saying, "Wait, this isn't true." Yeah, well, and as you know, I, I came out strong against it because it was just so ridiculous. And it reminds me of, uh, you know, that, that picture of Harry Truman, uh-huh. you know, uh, from the Chicago uh, newspaper holding, holding it up. It up that yeah. uh, Dewey, you know, is, you know, one, you know is, is the president. And it's just, it's, it's so contrary to what is actually going on out there. And what, what's even funnier is when they took this sampling poll, you have cruise lines like Carnival. 
uh, you know, saying that in let's say in January that they had the largest booking month in the history of their company. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just talking Carnival Cruise Lines. I'm not talking about their sister companies like Princess, Canard, and Holland America. I'm just talking about Carnival. And you know, they, they continue to bring up the Carnival Triumph. Listen, who the heck remembers Carnival Triumph? Exactly. No one's talking about it. Let alone bringing up uh, you know the. The norovirus, which I mean, no one's paying any attention to that, guys. It's it's the stomach flu. Yeah. And when you think of you know the 10.1 million people that have gone on a cruise out of the United States in 13, and only 706 people got it, which is you know you know seven thousandth of one percent, or of the 21 million cases, or 21.3 million people that went on a cruise last year, it was only like 1,238. Um, which is you know less than six tenths of one of one percent. It's nothing. Well, hey, I I got it last year. I should probably play, play the lottery then. Oh, you, you probably should have. But okay. <laughs> uh, the industry would not be expanding like it is, and and the cruise lines wouldn't be doing as well considering the economic you know and all the political conditions going around the world. Um, you know, if if there were if there were if people were concerned about these problems. Absolutely, Stuart Shear on the Cruise Guy found at cruiseguy.com. We'll uh, see you soon. See you soon, Doug. How many times have you said, that'll never happen to us? Vacations are a big investment with both time and money, and they should be protected. For over a decade, InsureMyTrip.com has been the online travel insurance leader, offering the best plans from the most trusted providers. Our licensed and award-winning customer service team makes sure you have the right coverage for your travel. To find out why over 98% of travelers would recommend InsureMyTrip, visit InsureMyTrip.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. You're listening to Cruise Radio, part of the iHeartRadio Talk Network. We always love getting your cruise reviews here at Cruise Radio. If you have one you'd like to share with us, email comments at cruiseradio.net. Or just leave us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash cruise radio. We're always checking that as well. Like Janet Heaton, Janet just returned from a five-night Bermuda cruise aboard Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas, and she joins us this evening on the show. Welcome, Janet. How you doing? Good, Doug. I'm great. And I just have to say, I wanted to thank Stuart Sheeran for opening for me tonight. <laughs> I am sure he's going to love that because he's always the warm-up act. (laughs) Okay, yeah, so the interview, the ship. Uh, So this ship, uh, Explorer of the Seas, goes out of uh, Bayonne, New Jersey, which is close to – it's like what? Really close to the Manhattan in Brooklyn as far as a regionality sense? Um, Not terribly far. Um, It's it's close to the Newark airport. Okay. If you're familiar with where that is, that's the closest airport. But it is out on this little strip all by itself. Oh, all by its lonesome. So you get to the uh, pier, and you're ready to board the Explorer of the Seas. How was embarkation? Actually, it was very smooth. It's it's very organized. There's two different entrances into the terminal, and it was a smooth check-in. 
Mm-hmm. And you have a little shuttle bus that takes you from the terminal directly to the ship. Okay. And it's a straight it's a straight gangway, none of these, you know, windy up and down yeah. all the different levels. Okay. So it's really easy to get right onto the ship. Very good. Now, Explorer of the Seas is a Voyager class ship, so it's uh, right. you know back back in its heyday, it was kind of a big ship. So, and I know Janet, you've sailed this ship quite a few times. So, going back this time, what was your first impressions? I love the Explorer. It really is one of my favorite ships. I love this size ship, the Voyager class. You, know, you still have the Royal Promenade, mm-hmm. so it's you know the the big feel and all the amenities of the ship, but. But not too big, so you you can find everything really easily. Love it. I love the ship. Janet, you said you like uh, the atrium and the promenade and all of that. But like, what are some mm-hmm. some public areas that you are really drawn to on Explorer of the Seas? Um, well, yeah, of course, the Royal Promenade. That is that is like the heart of the ship with the different bars and shops and music, and they hold the captain's cocktail parties there on the first formal night. But you have the ice skating rink mm-hmm. on the ship. Which which is really fun. The great shows there. You make it through the public areas and you go to your stateroom. So first off, what kind of stateroom did you have, and what did you think of the stateroom itself? Um, I typically um, have a basic inside stateroom. They're perfectly fine. Like lots of storage space. You have your amenities in the bathroom, but always impressed with the the closet and the the shelves in the cabin. Let's talk yeah. about the food, because one thing Royal Caribbean is known for is their delicious food. And uh, this ship has quite a few dining options. So what was your overall take on the food aboard Explorer of the Seas? Actually, it was fantastic. And, and I've heard they've even you know done a lot of changes to the menus. But there's, of course, the dining room is always fantastic. The three-story dining room. Nice. Um, but they have, of course, the Windjammer, which is all the buffet food, the Johnny Rockets, the sushi, Ben and Jerry's ice cream, Starbucks. But my favorite is Portofino. Yeah, that's, that's the Italian one, right? Yes. Now, does it have an authentic Italian taste to the food, or is it kind of like just processed cruise ship main dining room food? No, it's definitely authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, very fresh made to order, some unique items that that you just don't see. Mm-hmm. And, of course, my favorite is the, the tiramisu dessert that they do there. A delicious and high-calorie Italian dessert in my book. Oh, no, there's no calories. No, not, not at sea, chocolate- right? <laughs> <laughs> it's in the chocolate shell. It's fantastic. Yeah, amazing. Totally amazing. So yeah. uh, the, the food sounds really good. The Windjammer, the main dining room, of course, Portofino. Do you ever eat it like Johnny Rockets? Not lately. I have yeah. in the past. But um, great burgers and fries, but, you know, I don't I don't typically look for that when I'm on the ship. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to Johnny Rockets if I have a really, really late night in the disco. <laughs> <laughs> yes, or you can go to Sorrento's for some pizza. Yeah, that's right. Now, let's talk about the entertainment on board, because these Royal Caribbean ships are kind of like uh, an entertainment mecca with the skating, the shows, the parades. Uh, what, did you th- right. what did you think of the entertainment? Um, the entertainment was good. We really enjoyed, even again on the promenade, they have like the 70s theme dance mm-hmm. night. Right. So everyone, the crew staff and everyone's just up and down the promenade for that. They even had one night while we were in Bermuda, like a dancing under the stars party at nice. the full deck. Yeah. So again, something different. Chambers nightclub is always fun. Gooner piano bar with live sing-along music. Mm-hmm. Really, his, you know, hysterical there. 
Lots of good shows, yeah. Tons so, of great entertainment and options. All right, enough about this ship. Let's move to Bermuda because <laughs> I've never been to Bermuda before, but I, I always see your Can't photos. That. I know. And I always see your photos on Facebook and I'm like, Oh my gosh, why have I not gone to Bermuda yet? Uh, Bermuda yet? So let's let's start with uh, when you get there. So like where does the ship normally dock? Because I read that there's a couple of different piers the ship can go to. Mm-hmm, right. We're we're always at the Royal Naval Dockyard. Okay. So it's at, you know, the I guess the west end of the island. It's at one tip. So it's very historic. You have the whole, you know, old naval base there. But Bermuda, it's, it's just, you walk off and you see the, the London telephone booth right nice. right there. So, like, with Bermuda, with the size of it, is it, a, is it an island where a ship will do multiple ports, or it just stays in one port and overnights a couple of days? Well, with this ship, we stay in the one port okay. and overnight. Depends if you're on a five- or a seven-night cruise. Okay. Some, some ships will do two ports, but you have... So many great options for public transportation between the ferry, the bus, the taxi. Mm -hmm. So even if you're just at one spot, you can still get around everywhere. So if someone's never been to Bermuda before, like what would you suggest them do? Because like for me, let's just say I roll off this ship. Now what? (laughs) Well, you're a different story. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, where's the bar? There's plenty of those. Okay, right let's backyard. do. Let's uh, let me re-ask that question then. For your normal cruise passenger, <laughs> say uh, a family member uh, or uh, a nice Midwestern family, they get off the ship. What would you suggest they do? Um, well, yeah, if it's a family, I mean, the the one place everybody has to see at least once is Horseshoe Bay Beach. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most famous pink sand beaches there in Bermuda. One of my other favorite highlights there is the Crystal Caves. Mm-hmm. So you can do a cave tour, you know, down under these beautiful crystals with the water, and that's just great for families. That in the zoo and the lighthouse. Is that but the Gibbs me, Hill Lighthouse? Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yep. I've heard of that one, right. Yep. Very, very well known. But for me, Bermuda is all about just these gorgeous beaches all around the island. So I recently just got a, uh, yep. I recently just, I know your daughter's in the photography, and I just recently kind of got into photography. But uh, I've gotten on this kick of really taking photos of cathedrals, and I I keep seeing photos of, I think it's like the the, the Cathedral of the Holy Trinity or something like that that's on the island. Have you heard of this one? Well, I've seen, if you go over to St. George's, you Mm -hmm. would take a ferry from the the Naval Dockyard because it's at the opposite end of the island, but there are some beautiful historic cathedrals there. I think it's that one in St. George's. Yeah, gotcha. As far as getting around for a U.S. citizen, how is Bermuda like in terms of, is English the primary language? Um, yeah, English is the language. Okay. You know, it's a British island. What about transportation? The two or three day bus and ferry pass combination. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, depending on how many days you're there for. So you can use this one pass between the ferries and the bus. That's, that's the easiest way to get around. Okay. And as far as the currency goes, do they accept the U.S. dollar in Bermuda? They do. Okay. They, yeah, they will easily accept U.S. dollars for sure. If one of your friends were going to Bermuda and uh, they asked you for some advice, what is one thing you would tell them? You cannot leave Bermuda until you've done this. It could be anything you want to say. Um, well, again, the beaches, Horseshoe You're, Bay Beach or... I just think you love the beaches so much because you live up in <laughs> Philadelphia and you've had so much damn snow this year. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Gotta get to the beach. 
um, Bermuda Rum Cake Factory and the Glass Blowing Factory. How about um, restaurants over there? Yeah, there's a oh, the Frog and the Onion Pub, one of my favorites right nice. there. Is there a signature food that you have to eat or have to try when you go to Bermuda? Like if you go to Bahamas, you have to have the conch, like anything like that in Bermuda? Um, well, there is for cocktails. Mm-hmm. Oh, do tell. There, yes, there are two Bermuda cocktails. The okay. Dark and Stormy, mm-hmm. which is Gosling's rum. It's the rum made on the island with ginger beer mm. or the rum swizzle. So it's kind of like a fruit punch with rum. But nice. it's always, it has to be the Gosling's rum. Nice. Okay, so that's like a certain rum you can only get over there? In Bermuda. Okay. Yep. The food is very British. A lot of fish and chips. That type of thing for the food. Bangers and mash and all. Is, is bangers and mash British? It is. Okay. <laughs> Just trying to, you know, my redneck Floridian here. What do I know, right? <laughs> we got to get you to Bermuda. I know, definitely. Well, Janet, it's always a pleasure talking to you. We've been talking with Janet Heaton. Uh, she just returned from a five-night Bermuda cruise aboard Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas out of uh, New Jersey. And uh, Janet, uh, anything else you'd like to share with us? Like, is this cruise for uh, people of all ages, or does it target a certain demographic? It is. It, I would say definitely people of all ages. We had a good mix. Um, a lot of people from the Northeast, but we had some people even fly over from England. It's a beautiful port. It's one of my favorite islands. You got to go. As always, Janet, good talking to you, my dear. You too, Doug. Thanks so much, hon. That'll do it for this episode of Cruise Radio. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. And uh, don't forget, uh, we do have an app. Just search Cruise Radio Live in your smartphone app store. And uh, check out our website, getting remodeled. Uh, do you remodel a website? No, you revamp a website. That'll be happening in the next week or so. CruiseRadio.net. A big thank you to Janet. Also, Stuart Sheer on the Cruise Guy for checking in today. And uh, we will talk to you next week. From the InsureMyTrip.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the InsureMyTrip.com studios. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.